not going to say we have a stiff upper lip and act like everything is fine. Everything is not fine. Israel has a right to defend himself, and that's the right that we know. Your fight is our fight. Your fight is our fight. Ah, uh, yes, the Democrat mayor of New York City, amazingly, was that uh, Israel has right to defend himself or his self. It's um, kind of a strange trend. Somebody else wrote it for him. It was uh, Eric Adams with, uh, honestly, a not a good speech, a great speech on the uh, savagery against Israel. And uh, I was shocked. Everybody was shocked. Well, what, did somebody make him give that speech? Because that's the speech. And uh, let me just, you know, give away spoiler alert here. It's the speech that Joe Biden should have given, should still give, the speech that Joe Biden has not given and will not give because... I'm not sure he's on the side of civilization. He represents the left. And the left represents, you know, Hamas. They're on the side of Hamas. On college campuses and the streets of our cities, uh, the Democrat Party is Hamas. Is it? Uh, would it be unfair to say the Democrat Party is Hamas? It's, if, they're, uh, if you're looking for uh, the side that they have chosen, they have uh, really not chosen Israel as a side because civilization is not their thing. It's not their goal. They're the left. Uh, very, very different. Well, happy, happy Monday to you. And I hope you had a, uh, I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I hope you had a great weekend. I, my best girl and I had a great weekend. We were, you know, when I was uh, here on Friday talking to you, and we were talking about it was the day of global jihad because the Hamas leader. Uh, was calling for a day of global jihad because they really hate the Jews. They're so crazy about the Jews. They just uh, they want everybody to go out and kill uh, people. Kill, kill, C-I-L-L, kill my landlord. And uh, they had uh, one uh, Muslim fanatic stabbed to death a school teacher in France, in France, which is another country altogether, and wounded a couple more people and... And one crazy person murdered an Israeli embassy employee in Beijing, which is in China. And they have communists there. And those uh, two attacks. Otherwise, it was really left uh, to the Democrat Party and the left here in the United States to organize the Democrat Socialists of America, of which Bernie Sanders is one Democrat member of the United States Senate. And uh, he uh, honeymooned in the USSR uh, the Soviet Union, and not just so he could sing the Beatles song. Although, what what song did they sing, Michael? They they sang. Uh, this land is our land. Yeah, this land is our land. Yeah, they they sang in the Soviet Union. Um, yeah, this land is your land. This this land is my land, uh, and that's where the song ends. See, so yeah, that's they just do the the abbreviated version because they're commies. See, first it's your land, then it's their land, and then the song is over. Bernie Sanders and the USSR. I'm going to steal it and kill your children because we're commies and we love Hamas. Bernie Sanders and his friends in the USSR 
having a grand old time. I assume they were drinking a great deal of vodka and were really hammered. I don't know what other possible explanation there could be for that. But you saw it, uh, the, um, the, uh, the Democrats, the college campuses dominated by the left and, uh, and Democrats. You know, we call them Democrats. Their Democratic Party isn't, but we call them that anyway. And uh, they're the anti-Israel, pro-Hamas, pro-radical Islam. Uh, look, you know, during the Vietnam War, uh, the left sided with Vietnam. See Hanoi Jane Fonda. Like uh, Jane Fonda, she's, uh, she's an unbelievable, she's a hate-filled lunatic. Uh, but uh, we, we, we got, a, I think, a little mention of her later on today, too, uh, because there are all kinds of interesting articles and uh, bits of journalism and so on going on out there. I've been collecting them for you. Um, and uh, there's uh, this amazing thing that the left here in the United States doing the bidding of Hamas and radical Islamists, uh, genocidal, uh, blood-sopped, murderous death cult, uh, you know, that is radical Islam. Reuters, the Reuters news agency, Reuters fact check, suggests Israelis unharmed at music festival. I'm sorry, what? They're Meta's major fact-checking partner. They have partners, and they don't even care what gender their partners are. They, they, uh, so Meta, you know, that's uh, Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg and, and all that stuff. They have uh, uh, selected Reuters, the international news agency, to fact-check things online for them. And the Reuters fact-check suggests that Israelis were unharmed at the music festival where at least... 260 people were murdered, others were raped, many were taken hostage, and uh, we've got news media that is doing the work of and the bidding of the Islamists of Hamas, the mass-murdering, genocidal, blood-drenched lunatics. But uh, pay no attention to that. Uh, The fact check, suffice to say, is not legitimate and is not honest, but at least it's anti-Israel and pro-Hamas and it represents the mainstream of the news media, not just here in the United States, but around the world, when you're talking about Reuters. And I hope to get to that. The Cruelty of the Left is a a great piece over the weekend in the Washington Examiner. Wonderful stuff. And uh, The Intercept with the headline, quote, beheaded babies, end quote, report spread wide and fast, but Israel won't confirm it. So you got a, 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 and and then of course they released the photographs, and now here are the photographs. Uh, so I guess they've confirmed it. But you've got left wingers, radical left wingers at the Intercept, who are now trying to shoot down the claim that babies were beheaded. You got left wingers at Reuters that are attempting to shoot down the claim that 260 people were murdered at a music festival, and then the rapes and the kidnappings, uh, because. Uh, the news media is, uh, they're the left, and they're not on the side of Western civilization. Amazing. Uh, in the meantime, here in the United States, thousands rally in West Los Angeles in support of Palestinians. Kind of ironic West uh, Hollywood, West Los Angeles. Uh, and uh, they're in support of Palestinians. What I thought, uh, you know, uh, Hollywood was uh, run by the Jewish people or something like that. What is that? Thousands rally in Westlake. You know, they, they live among us. It's like the zombie apocalypse. And in New York and Washington, D.C. And, and in Los Angeles and elsewhere, throngs of humanity out in the street. Um, and what they are, in effect, advocating for is genocide against the Jews 
which is what Nazi Germany and the Socialist Workers' Party of Adolf Hitler, uh, of course, are most well-known for, perhaps. And uh, now the left, I keep pointing out that Hitler's party was self, you know, how did they identify? They identified as a Socialist Workers' Party. Democrats think you can identify as a gazelle, if you'd like, uh, and they identified as a Socialist Workers' Party. And now we've got the left in this country, and uh, and even the Jewish lefties have uh, been, I don't know, uh, shepherded into a corner where they are now also genocidal anti-Semites. How did that talk about self-loathing? That's pretty crazy. But, you know, the Democrat Party does this to people. Yeah, you know, they get uh, uh, African-Americans, black voters, to throw in with the Democrat Party. Uh, and just ignore the fact that they're the Confederate States of America and the plantations and the bullwhip and the slavery and the escaped slaves and they created the KKK and Jim Crow laws and stood in schoolhouse doors. Just ignore all that and vote for us because those nasty Republicans. And then they don't even have to complete the sentence. Oh, speaking of which, Lunch Bucket Joe Biden was on 60 Minutes last night where he was fluffed by a man named Scott Pelley who's a uh, seven-figure journalist. He's a journalist. I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. And it was a fluff job uh, to beat the band. Uh, it, it really was. He fed him so, I mean, he's like feeding him the, the answers in the questions to the point where Joe, Joe Biden just has to say yes. Yes. Uh, well, okay. Well, I fed you the question and the answer, and all you have to do is say yes. And then he even talked about how Joe Biden seemed tired Seemed tired, like uh, Lily von Stupp. He's, uh, he was very tired, like Lily von Stupp. Uh, but we'll get to that, uh, the, the Joe Biden 60 Minutes fluff job, too. Um, amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. I also, what can I get to today? The Washington Examiner, local rabbi's letter to non-Jewish friends after vicious terror attacks on civilians. Uh, remarkable stuff right there. Uh, and... Where is the, uh, I know there's a, uh, uh, another uh, fun one that I've got here from uh, a, uh, a senator, a Republican senator, who is uh, putting out, uh, now former senator, putting out uh, his views on Israel and the Hamas massacre as well. Well, in the meantime, Democrat Congressman Jamal Pull My Fire Alarm Bowman. You remember Jamal Pull My Fire Alarm uh, Bowman? Uh, he's, uh, he's the guy that uh, will forever, if he were a Republican, he would be famous forever for pulling the fire alarm uh, while the uh, floor votes were going on because he wanted to delay it. And he's just there rock throwing. You know, he, there wasn't a police car there to smash the windows out of. So Democrat Congressman Jamal, Jamal Bowman pulled the fire alarm on the congressional office building, which led to the evacuation of the whole building. Now... Democrat Congressman Jamal Bowman demands that the U.S. take in Palestinian refugees. He thinks they'd murder a lot of people here, and he wants to see more of that. Uh, That's how he votes every chance he gets. He's Jamal Bowman. He loves murder and uh, pretty crazy stuff. Now, something terrible did happen over the weekend. A um, a 71-year-old man in Illinois murdered a 6-year-old boy uh, and the police say it's a hate crime, and he killed the six-year-old boy, stabbing him again and again and again because uh, the little boy uh, was a Muslim. And that's what uh, police say. Now, if you see a picture of the 71-year-old man, you'd think that he was a crazy person that lived underneath a, uh, a bench in a bus stop 
Uh, his face is all scuffed up and beat up. He hasn't had a haircut in two years. He looks like he's crazy. Um, but, you know, it serves the interests of the Democrat Party. Uh, they'll, uh, I can imagine the identifiers they're going to use, they're going to use on him. And uh, just crazy stuff. The, um, the Babylon Bee has a fun article I want to get to also. Uh, also, the Democrats, they, they push transgenderism on everyone. It's a political ideology, which is why it's called transgenderism. See, like communism, socialism, transgenderism. It is a political worldview. A trans woman, meaning a man, 6'2", 260 pounds, um, joined a Wyoming sorority. We've uh, talked about this this man before. And uh, now the Washington Post had a, a piece on him. Uh, the Washington Post calls him her. And, uh, and I want to share that because it's the typical Democrat Party propaganda, lunacy, mental illness, all that stuff. Uh, all that stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, and, oh, and also, uh, where is this? At Clemson University. Take back pride. It's take back pride. The students are in a tizzy. Um, they're, uh, they're all, they have their panties in a big wedge because they took the tampons out of the men's room, out of the men's room. And, uh, of course, at Clemson, the students know that men need uh, tampons. Uh, for what they can't say, but they know that it is. Uh, uh, also, my um, my best friends, my best, well, some of my best friends. I talked on Friday about how we were going to have the Global Day of Jihad happy hour, right? And I went with some friends to a place, an outdoor place, sitting on, on Wisconsin Avenue in Washington, D.C., and we were having cocktails and eating some snacks when uh, the police stars, the police cars started flying by at, uh, you know, 200 miles an hour with lights and siren and one, two, 20 police cars uh, around dinner time. And it turns out that uh, about a mile from this radio station in a neighborhood called Tenley Town in Washington, D.C., there is a Wawa. You know, Wawa, it's kind of a store. Wawa. Uh, 300 Utes, 300 Utes there uh, rioting and causing mayhem. And it's not even local news. It's kind of an amazing... Thing because the Democrats have made mob political violence normal. I uh, got a new poll out on Joe Biden, his handling of the Middle East, um, and it looks like we owe billions of dollars to poor countries because of the weather, because of the weather, which I'm very concerned about, and I know you are too. We are at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. All right, I've got the Joe Biden 60 Minutes fluff job for you. I've got uh, Eric Adams' uh, speech that was, it's like his body was possessed by someone else and he came out and 
gave a good speech. No one can explain it. I've got that coming up. Uh, right now, let's go to the uh, telephones. Let's go to David calling from Virginia Beach, Virginia. He listens on iHeart. That's an app. Hey, David, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, good morning. Hey, David. I'm uh, first time calling. I listen when I can. Um, I just wanted to say I was in Norfolk, Virginia, which is near Virginia Beach. It's, this is a lovely part of Virginia. I like it very much. And I was uh, leaving uh, at the mall doing a little business shopping, and on my way out, I passed a group of people that were uh, waving uh, signs uh, from the river to the sea and et cetera, all the rhetoric that we see about Palestine uh, being oppressed. It was a small group, maybe about you know 15 to 20 people, but it was kids and parents. And I, uh, you know, when you see the kids, you think about how our educational system is indoctrinating kids. And the kids that are indoctrinated in these parents, I'm sure, over the years, uh, you know, were taught to hate, and it's just very tragic. Now, did they look like they were uh, from the Middle East originally, or are these, you know, like Leave it to uh, Beaver kids? No, I, it looked like they were... Uh, uh, dressed in in traditional uh, Arab, uh, at least the women you can kind of tell looked like they were uh-huh. in uh, in the uh, you know their traditional dress. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. So they're uh, um, you know the very disturbing thing is all the uh, white Anglo college kids uh, who have been indoctrinated to be pro Middle East terror organizations. If your family is from there, you know, at least uh, you can say, well, the family's from there. But, <clears throat> you know, David, this is uh, profoundly disturbing. And you, there's a lot of military, of course, down there in Norfolk, a great deal of military. Yes, absolutely. And uh, you have these pro-jihad people out on the street. Do you think that Christopher Ray and the FBI are investigating these people and crawling up into their dark spaces to find out what these people are up to? Or are they sticking to Catholics and, you know, uh, parents of school children? Yeah, well, I, I highly doubt that there's any scrutiny uh, by the FBI. Um, I don't know how stealthy they are yeah. in terms of you know agents being out and about. <clears throat> but my impression is they're more concerned about the parents. Yeah, right. My impression is the FBI is uh, not what it used to be by a long shot, and uh, no one has any faith or confidence in them anymore. They're targeting all the wrong people and uh, letting all the lunatics run free. But again, uh, my uh, uh, friends and I, my best girl, and Amy and Marty and Terry and Pat and Corey, we were hanging out on a patio at kind of a picnic bench uh, thing and uh, drinking beer and eating snacks on Friday because it was Global Day of Jihad and Global Day of Rage. And so uh, naturally, it's a um, you know, perfect evening for a cocktail hour. Uh, it was lovely outside, and uh, it's Washington, D.C., so you never know what's going to happen next. It's uh, it's an action-packed kind of drama. It's a cable television drama, Washington, D.C. 
And uh, we're sitting there minding our own business. What time must it be? About 8 o'clock. I think it was about 8 o'clock. It was after dark. And uh, first one police car went ripping by at 250 miles an hour, a uh, Washington, D.C. police car. I'm embellishing on the speed slightly. And uh, lights and sirens, you know, code three. They're going code three. Uh, Roger, Roger, responding code three. And uh, went whipping by then two more police cars. Then they came ripping out from the side streets and and uh, all going in the same direction, north on Wisconsin. It's like north to Alaska, but uh, north on Wisconsin. And uh, blazing and blazing and the sirens and uh, clearly something hot going on. Then police car after police car after police car. This was going on and on and on to the point where I texted a uh, police officer friend of mine who uh, works in that district, in the in the second district, and I texted him. I said, hey, what's going on? Got uh, big goings on, such goings on, such goings on. And he said, uh, you know, uh, don't bug me. I'm off today. And uh, I said, okay. <laughs> and uh, he's off, so he didn't uh, He didn't care. He's, he got back to his beer and to his global uh, day of jihad happy hour himself. Right? And uh, went home and I watched the news on Friday night at 11 p.m. Nothing on it. Didn't see anything. Um, but it is. It's kind of uh, it's kind of crazy what uh, what happened. The um, the police were responding to uh, the Washington Post. I don't even know if it appeared in the hard copy of the newspaper, but online fight at Tenley Town, about one mile from the radio station where we uh, sit right now. Fight at Tenley Town, Wawa. It's a Wawa. I wouldn't blame Wawa for it though prompts police to disperse as many as 300 utes. They got utes. They got hundreds of utes up there. And uh, Michael Piercy and I were laughing about this because the uh, photograph, I want to see videos. I want to see photograph of the 300 utes in Washington, D.C., a mile from the radio station, brawling and fighting, and the police responding, um, a, a legion of, uh, of uh, police responding. And it's there. They got uh, 300 Utes, according to the Washington Post, and uh, that was uh, we were reminded, of course, of uh, you know the the Spartans, the 300 uh, Spartans, because they got 300 of them. 300. That's a lot of of violent Utes in a big fight. And the Washington Post, they do have a photograph. We, Michael Pierce and I, we went to the uh, to find the story, and I say, you know, is there any video or there any uh, pictures of this? And the Washington Post has one photograph. And it is of a uh, a turkey sandwich on a sub roll, a nice close up picture with a Wawa glass in the background, and um, and it looks like it's a turkey sub, and it's got lettuce and tomato and uh, pickles, and uh, looks real nice, nice picture. And that's their picture: is they got a sandwich, they got a turkey sandwich. That's the picture that they have, and they pulled it off the internet because they don't cover the news; they they uncover it, right? A sprawling fight and public disturbance at a Wawa in northwest Washington prompted police to disperse a crowd of as many as 300 juveniles Friday night, police said. The police report said officers arrived at the Tenley Town convenience store uh, at 40th Street uh, Northwest, um, and uh, we're, well, we're at 44th. We're at 44th Street for a disorderly affray. It's a disorderly affray, A-F-F-R-A-Y, one of the city's offenses covering disturbances of the public peace. The fighting incident took place uh, inside and outside the Wawa 
and started just before 8 p.m., like uh, like I said, uh, police said. And a fray is identified as, quote, fighting by mutual consent. What? Fighting by mutual consent of two or more people in some public place to the disturbance of others. Well, see, this is perfectly normal in the United States now because the Democrats, and once again, the problem is not our guns, it's your sons. That's the, uh, that's the problem we have, is that you people are raising criminals, you Democrats. This is a, the, the neighborhood where this happened. Uh, there's a high school nearby. It used to be called Woodrow Wilson High School, but they changed the name because he was a Democrat, and that means he was a racist, Woodrow Wilson. And, uh, and you know, they're erasing their own history like the Taliban because they're the left. They're not liberals. They're the left. It was not clear how many people actually came to blows or why. Some crackerjack reporting by the people of the Washington Post. The police report that said that after officers arrived, the crowd of approximately 300 juveniles was dispersed from the immediate area. Did they um, shoot any of them in the legs like Joe Biden recommends? Because he recommends you shoot him in the legs. Did they bring in the fire cannon trucks from Dulles Airport or anything like that? They, they maybe a lot of pepper spray, anything like that. Because, you know, I remember they shot Ashley Babbitt and killed her for allegedly trespassing without warning. That was kind of interesting. It said the situation was resolved as of 10 p.m. That's two hours. You may note that that's two hours between 8 p.m. and 2 p.m. The police are there, a crowd of 300, and uh, and uh, the uh, Washington Post just kind of glosses over that like, the, oh, yeah, two hours, no big deal. Uh, let's uh, send you out there to deal with the Utes. What's a Ute? The incident was first reported by an independent journalist, Alan Henney. Because the, you know, local media doesn't actually cover the news. In a social media post, D.C. police unit said, quote, 300 juveniles involved in a street brawl inside and outside Wawa. Uh, That's not uh, good uh, PR for the Wawa. But on the other hand, I didn't know that there was a Wawa there myself. And that sandwich sure looks good, you know, so I might have to uh, explore. (laughs) Because the Washington Post put that turkey sandwich in the picture. That's uh, their whole thing. Video that circulated after the incident appeared to show one slice of the chaotic scene. In the 42-second clip, two teens can be seen attacking each other on the sidewalk amid excited screams. There were excited screams. Somebody tossed an ice drink uh, all over part of the crowd. Well, because they have those 32-ounce, you know, uh, Wawa at the uh, thing. And you can get a turkey sandwich with uh, lettuce and tomato. Some of those walking by held up their cell phones to shoot video. That's what everybody does when murders are going on all over the place. And uh, some tried to pull the two apart. Several others threw themselves into the violent mix, grabbing each other, coming to blows, uh, leaving police struggling to calm the situation. See, the police are there in large numbers, and the little animals don't care. See, these are little animals. These are the little animals. Uh, This is why I don't call the jihadis animals, because... It's hurtful to animals, right? Um, animals uh, kill with purpose, but, you know, these are uh, punk kids. And look, uh, you know, teenagers were getting fights and everything, but 300, 300 people, that's uh, just uh, completely crazy. Residents debated the significance of the incidents on uh, local listserv with one arguing it was a piece of the ever-present pall of pot 
in the neighborhood. Pot? Smoking? Pot? What's this? Of course, there are pot stores all over the place where people walk in and buy pot, and then they come out and they walk around smoking pot, and they're stoned. And, uh, you know, getting stoned is supposed to make you mellow, not get into brawls, right? You know, because you smoke your indica, you know, then you're into couch, then you're into couch because they call it the into couch. Uh, they must have been smoking sativa, which gets them a little more spun up. Another commentator noted the large number of teens in the general area was to be expected at that hour given Friday night's football game at nearby Jackson Reed High School. Used to be Woodrow Wilson High School, but they took his name off it because they uh, are erasing the Democrat Party's racist history and they hate America. That's uh, two things about that. So, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes, sir. Uh, also, this is kind of amazing. D.C. police spokeswoman Hannah Glasgow, Glasgow, go north, you get to Glasgow, said there were no reported injuries or arrests. I don't think anybody's doing a very good job there then. I mean, you got uh, 300 people brawling and there are no injuries. What kind, of a, what kind of a fight is that? And no arrests. Well, that's because the police know that if they arrest these kids and bring them into the jail, that they're going to spend their whole night filling out paperwork and the punks will be out on the street before they are uh, because it takes longer to fill out the paperwork than it does to let the miscreants go and put them back on the street. You know how the Democrats are. All right. Um, so we got, uh, we got that going for us. Now, let's go, to, uh, let's go to Eric Adams. Let's do the Eric Adams stop and start. Eric Adams is the mayor of New York City, as it turns out, and he's not a good mayor. He's a terrible mayor. There was some hope for him maybe early on, but uh, that's all gone. And uh, the New York Post has the story. Mayor Adams says, quote, demonic energy, end quote, led to Hamas's attack on Israel. And he says, this is not Islam. No, but a whole lot of people do a really good impersonation all over the world for centuries and centuries, uh, suggesting that this is Islam. But don't believe it just because you've seen thousands and thousands and thousands examples of examples of this. So here's Mayor Eric Adams. <clears throat> he gave this speech, um, and um, it was Saturday, and it was at a concert. So there's music going on in the background because he's at a concert. But listen to this speech written by a professional speechwriter and delivered by the Democrat mayor of New York who uh, hates law and order and America. And, um, and it, this is, uh, it's, I saw it and I thought, wow, that's, that's really a good speech. He's got a good speechwriter, and uh, the speechwriter is going to be hired away by somebody else, probably already has been. I am not going to be long. What? I'm going to give you four words. Four words. This morning on my briefing, my special counsel, Lisa Zomberg, said something that I want us all to acknowledge. Four words. We've been through some tough, tough time, New Yorkers. We are tough people. We saw the center of our trade collapse. Center of our trade. We saw some of the horrific actions that played out on the stage of our city and our country. But she said something that hits me to my soul. She stated to our team, we are not all right. We are not all right. We are not all right when we see young girls pulled from their home and dragged through the streets. 
We are not all right when we see grandmothers being pulled away from their homes and children shot in front of their families. We are not all right when right here in the city of New York you have those who celebrate at the same time when the devastation is taking place in our city. Now pause that for a sec. That's, uh, you remember uh, President Trump said that happened on September 11th and the news media crucified him for six months for saying that any Muslims celebrated on September 11th when, of course, uh, Muslims did celebrate on September 11th in New York, in New Jersey, um, in the Middle East. Uh, they were giving out candy to the kids because mass murder was happening, and that was a clue as to what we're uh, dealing with uh, here. And, uh, and there he just said it. But he will not be criticized. Um, and we saw it. We saw the pro-Palestinian people, white liberals and, uh, and Middle Easterners, uh, celebrating and cheering and from the river to the sea, wipe Israel out and, and all this stuff. Uh, Eric Adams. We are not all right when Hamas believes that they are fighting on, be- on behalf of something in their destructive, despicable action that carried out. We are not all right when we still have hostages who have not come home to their family. We are not all right. And we're not going to say we have a stiff upper lip and act like everything is fine. Everything is not fine. Israel has a right to defend himself, and that's the his, right his that self. we know. His self is kind of weird. Your fight is our fight. Your fight is our fight. And right here in New York, we have the largest Jewish population outside of Israel. This is the place that our voices must raise and cascade throughout the entire country. We will not be all right until every person responsible for this act is held accountable. We don't have to pretend. And I want to thank my religious leaders throughout this city of all religious group who reached out to us and clearly stated that they denounced the hatred and the anti-Semitism that was displayed on one of the holiest days of the year. This was intentional. This was bitter. This was nasty. This was something that shows Hamas must be disbanded and destroyed immediately. Disbanded and destroyed immediately. Mayor Eric Adams in New York. Uh, we're going to take a break here, and I, I want to share the rest of that with you. I've got Joe Biden from his 60 Minutes interview last night, but I've got to say Eric Adams uh, delivered a speech written, obviously, by somebody else, and it was a good speech. He mangled the grammar here and there, even though I'm sure it was fine in the teleprompter. But this is the speech that Joe Biden should have given if he were the leader of the free world and the president of the United States of America. He would have, but he has not, because his brain, she's a no good, she's a broke, and he's not on our side. Other than that, you know, he's uh, the worst president of my lifetime. Jimmy Carter is thankful that Joe Biden came along. We are at 888-630-9625. More of Eric Adams. And we have Joe Biden on 60 Minutes coming up as well. Uh, 
by Democrat Mayor Eric Adams of New York on Saturday, speaking to a crowd. Gave a speech, obviously written by someone else. He fumbled through it and messed up the grammar and uh, the punctuation. The we are not all right speech. And this is the speech that uh, Joe Biden should have given but did not give. I'm not here because I'm your mayor. You're not? I've been in Israel as the state senator. Why? I protected the community of this city in general, but specifically the Jewish community as a police officer. I stood with you as borough president. And now I'm here today to say not only am I the chief executive of this city, but I'm your brother. I'm your brother. Your fight is my fight. That swastika not only displays the pain of anti-Semitism, it displays the pain of racism among African Americans. You marched with us with Dr. King. You stood with us with all the fights we have. And I'm saying we're going to stand with you and stay united together. And we don't have to be all right. We should be angry at what we saw. Thank you, Israel. Thank you, Israel. And uh, that's uh, uh, Democrat Mayor Eric Adams. Um, I I don't want to be cynical, but I think that fundraising might have a lot to do with uh, politics, given that he's a politician and, and all of that. And I... I, uh, it, he delivered it well, though. I think he rehearsed it, even though the you know grammar got away from him on several uh, occasions. Um, but it was it was a uh, well written speech and honestly a well delivered speech, notwithstanding numerous errors uh, by Eric Adams. And it was the kind of speech that you might expect to hear from an American president after a genocidal massacre like the one we saw in Israel last week, and and honestly, um, gosh, our news media turned, and now the news media is, oh, stop, all the headlines, uh, Washington Post, New York Times, the rest, oh, Israel has to stop, what, so they, uh, troglodytes can regroup and come back and butcher them again, is that, that's, oh, it's mean, you need a humanitarian corridor to bring in because these idiots can't, uh, generate their own electricity. They don't know how to get fuel unless Israel gives it to them. They are the troglodytes. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.